Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Fight fans, we welcome you into another edition of Inside Boxing Live. I am your host, Dan Canobio, and we have a big one. I know we say that every week, but this week, I'm telling the truth, because we finally got him. We got our white whale. He's over my sh- both shoulders. You see him. Mike Tyson, the baddest man on the planet, joins us here on Inside Boxing Live, because believe it or not, in the year 2020, we have a Mike Tyson fight week. He's fighting Roy Jones this Saturday on uh, pay-per-view. You can catch catch the fight on Fight TV. You can get it on TysonOnTriller.com. Crazy. I can't believe it. I sat down uh, with Tyson. We go way back uh, over 30 years. We talk about the infamous photo. I talk about some of his infamous moments of his career, why he's fighting. I know a lot of people have asked me, and I know a lot of people have asked Mike, why is he fighting at age 54? You can hear right from, from Mike himself outstanding interview uh, with Mike Tyson that is on the show. And it's it's Mike Tyson Fight Week versus Roy Jones. There are some other fights. We're going to get to those as well. If you're watching us over on YouTube, thank you very much, CompuBox TV. You can catch this show every single Friday night on the Fubo Sports Network at 7 p.m. And you can also listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get uh, your podcast. But Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones is the story this week. There are some other intriguing fights as well. We'll get to all those uh, in addition to talking about this fight. I mean, a lot of people are the, the, the starting to pick up a little bit. We don't know what it's going to be. Like, there's a lot of rules uh, for this exhibition uh, match. It is an exhibition, and they're starting to come out. You know, there's no clear winner. There's going to be celebrity judges, but they're, they're, I don't think there's going to be a winner or a loser. There's no knockdowns allowed. Uh, there isn't headgear. Um, they, they, we just don't know. We just don't know exactly what's going to go on, how it's going to look. But I'm pumped. Anytime Mike Tyson decides he's going to do something, especially get back in the ring uh, on a weekend where there's not a lot of uh, of huge fights on a weekend that's that's Thanksgiving weekend where there's traditionally there's been like in the last couple of years those matches with, with the golf. Mm-hmm. So now we have something like that here with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. I'm pumped. You're, you're allowed to be pumped for this. Let's not just be so skeptical in the year uh, 2020. Now, Mike Tyson has gotten a lot of the attention uh, in the lead up uh, to this fight, rightfully so. But one thing this has done has kind of put in Roy Jones' career into perspective. It's kind of allowed fans to kind of appreciate the greatness of Roy Jones over his career. So this is Roy Jones by the numbers. Now, this is prime Roy. and went back and found 21 of, of Roy Jones' fights. The first Hopkins fight through the Ruiz fight at heavyweight. So 21 fights of prime Roy. Roy Jones can't be touched. Y'all must have forgot. He accumulated a ridiculous 18.9 plus minus. Put that into perspective. That's got to be the highest since Floyd Mayweather, who retired at 24.7 plus minus. More perspective. Lomachenko is the current leader today among active fighters with a 16.9 plus minus. Roy Jones is the definition of hit and don't get hit. How many times have you seen him dance in there and then fire back with with a left, fire back with the right, and his opponent is on the canvas. The guy was box office, and it showed there with his plus-minus of 
18 or 0.9. It's absurd. Now, Roy was crazy efficient. That's the thing with Roy Jones is he wasn't a, a volume puncher. He only threw 44 punches per round, which is well below the weight class average in any of the weight classes that he fought at. But he was insanely accurate. 46% of his overall punches during those 21 prime fights versus very good opposition. Absurd. And the most absurd of it all is the power was there. 54% power punch connect rate. More perspective. Errol Spence leads today with 49%. Terrence Crawford's right behind him at 48%. 54% is, is just crazy for Roy. So he was very efficient. You could, he could not be touched. And he also would go in there and knock you out. You know, 54% connect rate. And he did it so without a jab. Roy Jones, that's the beauty of Roy Jones is he went in. He didn't jab before he landed a, a power punch. He went in and he threw hooks. Like, you, you take a look at, at Roy Jones' left bicep. It's abnormally large compared to his right one because he just straight up threw left hooks instead of jabs. He only threw seven, uh, landed 3.7 jabs per round. Roy Jones needs to be appreciated, and I'm glad that he's getting this opportunity to fight another legend because Roy Jones is a legend, and these numbers have uh, illustrated that. On the other side of things, we're going to talk to Mike Tyson. We're going to hear from the man himself. Here it is. Our next interview is brought to you by the Fit Warrior brand. The Fit Warrior brand has proudly been serving boxing's next generation since 2016. You've seen Teofimo Lopez rocking the gear. I got a hoodie myself. People give me compliments when I'm walking down the street. Go check them out at ftwrbrand.com. Pick up the best fight gear in the game. And this interview is also brought to you by the Esports Boxing Club. How long have boxing fans been clamoring for a video game? Guess what? We got one and it's on the way. And we have a trailer that's coming up next. On the other side of the trailer, the baddest man on the planet, Mike Tyson, joins the program. Our guest this week on Inside Boxing Live defines the phrase, our next guest does not need an introduction. He's the baddest man on the planet. He's Mike Tyson. He's joining us right now. Mike, thank you so much for taking some time out of your training hey, schedule. Pleasure. Pleasure, brother. Pleasure to be with you. Now, Mike, this isn't even the first time. This isn't our first interaction. We actually go back 30 years, as you can take a look 30. at the photo. Take a look at the photo between me, you, and Mike, and my dad. Uh, unbelievable. I was three years old. This photo has followed me my entire life. Oh, man, listen. Is your dad still with us? Yes, he's right here in the room. Oh, awesome. Yeah, he's... Awesome. <laughs> so that photo right there, 
people, when they introduce me, they say, oh, this is Dan. Take out the photo of you and Tyson. It's followed me my, my entire life. And it's just like, it's, it, all it took was 30 years and you getting back in the ring for us to finally talk about the photo. It's amazing. I can't even believe that for me. <laughs> my glasses and stuff. Whoa. I thought I was just having a cool night. That's covering the black eye. <laughs> it actually was. And the actual story behind it was I was sleeping at the time. And my dad had me on his shoulder. And he brought you in. And I woke up. And my dad goes, do you know what that is? And I said, that's Mike Tyson. So I knew who you were even at, at three years old. So, oh, uh, so yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. And the fact that uh, my dad is in the photo, too, and... The fact that it just kind of solidifies the fact that I should be working in boxing. You know, it's in my blood from, from three years old. I was with uh, the baddest man on the planet, and I'm with him here now. You. you got a big fight, Mike. Got a big fight coming up. And I have a theory. Yes, I do. I have a theory. November 28th, you can catch the fight, TysonOnTriller.com, Fight TV, and traditional pay-per-view. But I have a theory here. I was ringside for Wilder Fury. And when they brought you into the ring for the WBC to honor you, Evander Holyfield, and Lennox Lewis... You got a huge ovation, and you were in the ring. Did that maybe get the juices flowing for you? No, no, it's just that, listen, we can help people for charity. I was never thinking about we are going to go on a fight and make some money. I just thought um, that my skills could do better use in um, helping people more, less fortunate than myself. Yeah, I like that. That's what I, that's that kind of the, the what I picked up listening to a lot of interviews with you, watching a lot of interviews, that you're not doing this for money. It's not a, it's not a cash grab. You're not doing this for fame. You're not doing this for clout. You have all that already. You're doing this simply because you want to, and you're also doing this because you want to show that age is just a number. Hey, listen, it's just um, we're gonna go. We're gonna meet God very shortly, and you know, say we live another fifty years or so. Eventually, we're gonna go meet the man, and we what was what we gonna say when we meet him? What do we do? How do we help civilization? Unbelievable. It's, it's, it's intriguing, man. Now, you've been in the limelight for, for 35 years now, yet people hang on your every word. They know everything about your life. How does it feel to, to like have th that the people are still like there with you every sense of the way? They want to hear from you. Whenever you speak, it's, it's, it becomes newsworthy. Can you believe that? Yes, um, I learned, I'm doing this. Um, during my ride in life, I learned gratitude. I'm, I'm just very grateful. Now, here at CompuBox, we do the punch stats, and we have all 58 of your fights in our database. And what we found was you landed 55% of your power throughout your 58 fights. Now, if you, if you put that in today for, from, for some perspective, Errol Spence is the leader right now, and he lands 49%. That is impressive. 55% of your power in 55, uh, 58 of your fights. That just leads me to believe that this could be a good thing on November 28th. Your power... Throughout your whole career, was there? Well, I never, I never did the stats like you did, but I, that is impressive. Yeah. So I mean, and thirty-five punches around, which shows that you're very e economical. You know, we, we know it's only going to be two-minute rounds. You know, it's going to be eight rounds. So that that kind of bodes well for you too. I know you. I listened to you said you want to dance in there. You want to move around, fight a little hey, different. We're gonna, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really interesting. I'm gonna be You know, I'm looking forward to it, so to speak. I'm looking forward to it. Mike, I gotta ask you now. Do you ever have any superstitions before a fight? What did you used to do back in the day before a fight? Did you eat something different? How did that work? No, it just comes down to just um, getting a um, relationship with God. That's what we all do. We all 
we all ask God for something. Even when we people that are atheists, we ask somebody for something that we know is bigger than us. Did you ever have any superstitions before your fights? Any rituals? Like on fight day, was there something that you had to do? Yes, yes, pray before I go to the before I go to the dressing room. Right. Now, how about the oldest superstition of all? That women weaken legs. Is that something you can believe in? Is that urban myth true or not? That's the myth, but um, it's good to build discipline. <laughs> yes. You must have discipline, yes. Now, you're fighting for, for the first time in 15 years. And now, this it's interesting because your kids, your kids have only seen you fight on YouTube or on old ESPN2 classics. It must be a thrill for them to maybe see you fight in, in person. Talk about that. I have no idea what they think. They never told me anything about this. They never said anything to me about this. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I love them anyway. <laughs> uh, also, I want to talk about the fact that you have a podcast, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. I watch every episode. I think it's amazing. But I also Thank think it's, I also think it's it's funny because you've had this long line of, of volatile interviews. You know, you know, um, going at it with the media. But now you almost are a part of the media. You're on the other side asking the questions. Isn't that kind of crazy? I learned a great deal of gratitude for that as well. I understand what people are under. I understand. I always want them to feel safe. I never want them to feel they're going to get ambushed. Yeah. Do you feel like, and how about this? How about promoting a fight in 2020 compared to 1990? The biggest differences? Um, I can stay home and do it. <laughs> exactly. You can do it in a car right now, right? Absolutely. Our next interview is brought to you by the Fit Warrior brand. The Fit Warrior brand has proudly been serving boxing's next generation since 2016. You've seen Teofimo Lopez rocking the gear. I got a hoodie myself. People give me compliments when I'm walking down the street. Go check them out at ftwrbrand.com. Pick up the best fight gear in the game. Now, um... We're talking about the media and all, and, and the fact that you all are part of the media in a way with, with, with your podcast. And Jim Gray is going to be in attendance. Uh, he's going to be working the fight. Absolutely. And Jim Gray has one. You and Jim Gray have one of the more memorable and most searched things on YouTube. After a fight, you said that you broke your back and you brought up spinal. Yeah. What is the? What's the story with that? We got to get to the bottom of that. Well, listen, right. I have a bad back, and, and since all of the work that I put over the years, my um, the, the spine of my back, it just starts chipping. It's, it's out of wear and tear. And eventually I had to get the operation. But um, the doctor said, hey, eventually you're going to have to start bending over. You have to bend. And so I was trying to explain my situation. I just wasn't eloquent enough to explain it the way I wanted it to be explained. But every time I watch it, I, it gets a chuckle out of me. I know it's not funny. Like, you have back problems. That's not, it's not funny at all. I'm, I'm starting to get lower no, back problems. I think it's very funny. I think it's very funny. <laughs> it is one of the funniest clips ever. I, I just watched it right before we came on, and I was hysterically laughing because it's I just know. perfect. What's wrong, Mike? Right? Spinal. Just so many of these moments that you've had in your career. Like... That's what the thing, man. You're you're hilarious without even trying to be. Oh God! <laughs> it's just it's too much, man. It's too much. But and, and you talk about some of the, the fighters that are in boxing today, and uh, you're the youngest heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, there's another guy from Brooklyn who just picked up four belts, who is the youngest four belt champion. That's Teofimo Lopez. 
Would you have any advice for Tiafimo, not on in the ring, but outside of the ring? All, all the fame and, and the fortune that's coming his way. What's your advice to Tiafimo? It's gratitude and appreciate um, appreciate the moments because they, they um, it's over fast. Yeah, it's over real fast. Appreciate the moments. Well, not you the say, time, but the moments. You say it's over fast, but you're getting right back into the ring, man. Are you actually like putting this into perspective that you in in one week in a few days you're getting back into a boxing ring? No, it's not the age; it's the energy that's entering the ring. Yeah, so that's how I look at it. That initial video, that initial video that was posted what in April or or May, that thing blew up, man. I people like I said with the picture of me and you, so people kind of associate me with you all the time. When you posted yes. that clip. I never, I, my DMs got bombarded with people saying, oh my God, look at Mike. He's moving quicker than ever. He's going to fight again. The, the fact that you still have it 35 years later is not is is just is something special. I got, I got 2.5 billion hits. That's un, unheard of. That's just... And and what was it like, just, just the feeling? Did that kind of like make you want to keep going? No, because after I did that, I was in the bed for like a week. <laughs> well, you also have another famous saying... Hello? Yeah, you also have another famous saying, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So I know you've been sparring yeah. and everything, but uh, what's it been like training and getting ready for this fight? It's been difficult, but I um, I got the hang of I'm getting ready to go do some boxing now. Yeah. But um, I understand the process now. I understand this is where I belong. I never once have to get in hit say, hey, man, what the hell am I doing here? I'm crazy. I realize this is where I belong. Okay, Mike, I got a few more questions for you. And uh, what's going on in the boxing world today? The heavyweight division is on fire right now, and it's and it's never been better. I or... think so as well. I think so. Yes. Yes. Now there's one thing though. There's this new Bridger weight. Have you heard about it? No. No. <laughs> the Bridger weight now is being imposed by the WBC. It's a new weight class that goes from 200 pounds to 225 pounds, and it's going to be a whole new set of of I wouldn't even call them heavyweights. They're called Bridger weights. What are your thoughts on this new weight class? think um the size of the man shouldn't matter if he's over 200 pounds he's a heavyweight yeah i i tend to agree it's a lot of fans don't like it i mean it's uh there's a lot of uh, politics in boxing and uh, there's a lot of people out there saying that's another way for these commissions or these uh alphabets to make more that's money what, that's what make it listen that's what make heavyweight fighting better than all the other weights a little heavyweight could beat a giant Listen, I, I, I ran back the numbers. You made uh, five of your defenses of your heavyweight title came against guys that weighed over 225 pounds. You weighed under 225 pounds. Right there is evidence that the bridge weight is unnecessary. 100%. It's, it's all about your fighting spirit. None about the weight, how much weight you are. Yeah. Hey, have you been following Deontay Wilder with the, with the fallout from Fury of the excuses that he's coming up with? Oh, yeah, I saw that stuff already. We all had, I had excuses for Buster Douglas, too. That's just the process we go through. It's going to be all right. It's yeah. going to be all right. Yeah, well, it sells the fight. I mean, it's a, it's a business, right? Absolutely. And listen, this is what I learned from my mentor, Customato. Don't take this personal. No matter, and that was my mistake. Like sometimes I took it personal. He said, never take this personal. If you take boxing personal, you're going to die lonely. Yes, I've always been saying that. It's a sport, it's a different sport than any other ones. I mean, there's a lot that goes, in, obviously it's a tough sport, but there's things that happen outside of the ring, it's entertainment. 
And we're gonna see a big fight November 28th. Before I let you go, Mike, last question. I got a problem, Mike. I got pigeons. Yeah. I got pigeons outside of my new my new apartment in New York City. Look. And I, I, I like pigeons, but I don't want them underneath my window making the noises. I figured, can you put in a good word or can you give me some advice on how I can relocate these pigeons so I can get a good night's sleep? Hey, there's no way you can take them in the city to make their way back. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is I have to move again? Absolutely. But see, that sound makes me go to sleep. <laughs> see, that's the difference between me and you. The cooing. I've, I looked it up. It's called cooing. And they do it cooing. all morning long. That's soothing for you. It puts me to sleep, knocks me out. For me, it keeps me awake. Oh, it's beautiful music, man. See, this is why I can't do what you do and you can't do it. I mean, I, I can't. I, I, I can't do it with the pigeons. But I thought maybe. I'm talking to the, the pigeon whisperer. I agree. I agree. Can you put in a good word and just say, hey, guys, can you fly away from Dan's apartment? It's not going to happen, Dan. Oh. All right. Fine. 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 I'm still going to order your fight. November 28th, Tyson on Triller.com, Fight TV, traditional pay-per-views. Lastly. Sell the fight, Mike. Like, you can sell a fight like no other. Why should fans buy this fight on November 28th? If this would be one of the only times they have the chance to see the greatest fighter since the conception of God. <laughs> there it is. One word. Mike Tyson. Hey, listen, before uh, before this is all said and done, when we get back to normal life, I want to recreate that photo. Me, you, and my dad, denim and everything. You in? I'm willing. I'm all willing. Right. All right. Mike Tyson, thank you so much for joining us here. God bless, brother. God bless. Take care. Okay, here it is. Holy, where was that at? So that is, right there, that is five days after the Buster Douglas fight. I'm three years yeah. old. I'm three years old, and my dad there is the creator of CompuBox. So that's us right there, man. 30 years, awesome, th 30 years in the making. Awesome. Special thanks to Mike Tyson for taking time out of his training schedule, that sounds crazy to say, to join us here on the show. We're going to have Mike on again in the future. Hopefully he fights again, and uh, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, there were some news and notes since the last time uh, we were in the studio. Canelo Alvarez has an opponent. It's Callum Smith. It's going to happen at the Alamo Dome on December 19th, and also the Luke uh, Campbell-Ryan Garcia fight, which was supposed to be somewhere in December. Campbell got COVID. That fight is now January 2nd. So Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell, January 2nd, uh, on the zone. So we start off 2021 uh, with a bang. There are some other fights this weekend. Joe Joyce versus Daniel Dubois. Very nice. Uh, an all-heavyweight, or, or say an all-British heavyweight clash. Uh, it's the, easily the, the toughest fight for each guy. Uh, I like Daniel Dubois. I'm, I'm not saying anything crazy here. I think he needs to be mentioned in the same breath as the TFEMOs, the Devin Haney's, the Tank Davises, uh, the Ryan Garcias. He is that good. He's only 23 years old, uh, very powerful, uh, just isn't promoted well enough, I don't think. And if should he win on Saturday, that could change. So I, I expect a, a good fight there. On the other side of things, Joe Joyce, 35 years old, only has 11 professional fights. That's because he fought a bunch in the World Series of Boxing. Uh, 2016 Olympian, has a comedically slow uh, 
uh, approach. Uh, it looks like he's throwing punches underwater. Uh, I would not be surprised if the fight goes the distance, but I think uh, Dubois will come out on top. That's good for the heavyweight division. He is a player at heavyweight and someone that needs to be pushed more. Frank Warren, uh, push this guy. Come on, he's really good. On the other, uh, also on the zone Friday night, Daniel Jacobs versus Gabe Rosado, and I hated this fight when it was announced. Starting to warm up to it a little bit, and it's not because of this fake beef they're trying to sell us between Gabe Rosado and Daniel Jacobs. I actually think it's going to be a tough fight. And uh, that's because I don't think Daniel Jacobs has done enough in his career uh, to separate himself from his opponents. He hasn't had a knockout since 2016 when he took out Sergio Mora, who will be on the call uh, for zone. Should be an interesting fight. It's Friday night. Uh, we'll get you warmed up for the weekend. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. I think uh, more people are going to order it than they'd like to admit. But I want to see how that shakes out. Appreciate it, Betty, everyone that tuned in uh, this week. We're going to be back next week. More hard-hitting news as always. Thank you so much for joining us here on Inside Boxing Live.